aka Patters, welcome to the year 1993, and I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, the film buff, aka Pad, sometimes aka Pad69, but always the eclectic one. That, a lot of people online call me that, but hey, you ready to talk about a movie that went down the memory hole? And we're going back in time, we're going to 1993, what I consider... To be the second greatest era in movie history. Some people say the 70s. But I, I think the movies of the 90s precede that. Uh, by by large uh, by large chunk. But you know like the greatest era is clearly the 30s. Uh, so much experimentation. So so many things move forward. Uh, uh, almost every single movie trope came to us from the 30s. But we're talking Harrison Ford. We're talking director Andrew Davis. We're talking based on The Fugitive. Yeah, The Fugitive, based on The Fugitive. It was a huge TV show. I remember my parents talking about the episode where they finally revealed the killer. Where our fugitive caught up with the one-armed killer that murdered his wife. This is that. This movie condenses, well, in its own way, but it condenses... The entire TV show. And we have Harrison Ford in the performance where we just forget how good he is and and how good he was. Because we got to be honest, he's old and decrepit right now. Uh, It's hard to look forward to him in the new Indiana (laughs) Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I don't know what he's doing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, Expendables 3... Another wash. It's and I get it. I get that you. I'm not even gonna bring up Star Wars. I get that we like Harrison Ford, but at the same time, he never seemed to settle in like straight up old guy. You know, kind of like what Paul Newman did. Harrison Ford continues to be in action movies, which is weird because he's he's as dramatic, he's as funny, and he's as actiony as as anyone. But moving on, can we talk about Andrew Davis real quick? This is our director. If you're not familiar with Above the Law, The Package, Under Siege, Steel Big, Steel Little, Chain Reaction, uh, a highly overlooked Keanu Reeves movie, A Perfect Murder, Collateral Damage. Collateral Damage is a great Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Holes, Charlotte LeBeau, Charlotte LeBeau, and The Guardian... With uh, Gene Hackman. You know, that's a Coast Guard movie, right? The Guardian, Ashton Kutcher, and Gene Hackman. Let, let me just double check this. Uh, Ke- I'm sorry, Kevin Costner, Ashton Kutcher. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the film buff screwed that one up. But yeah, and relatively, the plot of The Fugitive, it's a simple, simple plot. This uh, doctor guy, brilliant, smart doctor, he comes home. His wife is in in the process of being murdered, and he fights off the criminal. He fights off this one-armed guy, but he goes to trial, gets sent to prison, and on his way to prison, crazy things happen. He escapes, and then Tommy Lee Jones is our U.S. Marshal. Now, keep in mind, this movie does have a sequel called U.S. Marshals because Tommy Lee Jones, this was the movie that brought Tommy Lee Jones to all of us. Uh, one of the all-time breakout performances, all-time breakout characters. And this movie puts the two of them against one another in, in, in scenes, in plot, but also on screen. They are against one another. And 
it works so well. So along the way, though, we're trying to solve the murder. We're trying to figure out, is he crazy? Did he make this stuff up? But he's so smart. So we get some of this cloak and dagger. We get some of the spy stuff with him. Uh, stealing medical records. Because he's, 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 he figured out how to track down the one-armed man. Because he, he has a prosthetic. So he reverse engineers everything from the, the prosthetic people. Figures everything out. But along the way, he's disguising himself as a janitor. As a pool boy. You guys get the picture. But it's just fun watching Harrison Ford. You know, it's not him, it's his character, of course. But it's just fun watching uh, someone kind of like outsmart, outwit everyone, being a little bit like a like a Bugs Bunny. And then we get awesome action. We get a great train derail sequence. We get the iconic, uh, I, I ain't kill my wife, I don't care, jump from the waterfall scene. And then we get the... Yeah, we get the confrontation. We get everything building into the conflict at the end. And why else is this like? Like, what are the bigger thoughts on why this movie is important? We're at ninety three, and so when I say nineties is is the best era in movies, it's also the era that that I grew up in. It was my formative form formulative years. Can I get that out of my mouth? But we really had a a, a run of these super bombastic giant tentpole movies like the idea of a tentpole really came so it's real quick though steven spielberg jaws star wars indiana jones okay like he it was spielberg and lucas they kind of made the blockbuster but then the 90s created the tentpole where studios years out would claim weekends and then they would put all of their effort into a few movies every single year that came out during the summer. The Fugitive popped so much. I mean, let's talk about the the, the money here. Budget, $44 million. Box office, $369 million. How insane is that? But this led the way to movies like Armageddon, uh, Independence Day, and the list goes on and on. The big budget movies of the 90s kind of stemmed from the success of The Fugitive because you can kind of see the, the, you know, put on your producer hat and you, you watch something like The Fugitive and you're so into it, you say to yourself, well, can we add an asteroid can we add aliens uh, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be on the lookout for scripts just like this and it just inspires people and that's really why this movie is important because it it changed it changed the tone of what hollywood had to do what what the what the assignment was what the marketing was people want to be entertained in a big way so let's just go for it and you know like people this is what i talk about down the memory hole this movie's also written by david towie david towie is best known for critters 2 the main course i'm joking but he he did write warlock 89 awesome movie timescape 92 awesome movie terminal velocity great movie waterworld one of my favorites again Waterworld, The Fugitive, you guys see that. The Arrival, great movie. G.I. Jane, great movie. Pitch Black, great movie. The Imposter, good good movie. Below, great movie. Chronicles of Riddick, great movie. You guys get the... He's, he is... He is the father 
of Riddick. He created such a nice franchise with that character. I didn't even realize they're working on Riddick uh, Fura. So that's coming up. So Riddick's going to be four movies. That's amazing. But yeah, so The Fugitive's not to be overlooked. It was I put it on randomly. I had such a good time watching it. Maybe in all, I've seen this movie that I can recollect maybe three or four times. I remember renting it from the video store. I remember catching it on cable. I remember my father loved this movie. And it is a crowd pleaser. It's a family pleaser. It's just a little upsetting because I just don't feel like uh, movies like this, like kind of like a, like a modestly budgeted uh, action fest, like a mod, like a, a lean storyline, some some good characters, uh, characters to to give to actors, let, let actors breathe through these characters. I don't know, like it, to me, the fugitive uh, is is something of old. And it sucks, but I do nothing but recommend this movie. I, reckon, I recommend this movie also on the idea that it's gone. Like, it's it's just something to, to as a film buffer, if, you're, if you guys are, if my fellow film buffers are out there. Uh, this mo- understanding and watching this movie and appreciating it is a part of the the lineage of blockbusters, and th- this is there. And this movie's like, if this movie came out today, it would be an Oscar contender. Think about that. But back during the day, back during the nineties, nineties, it was so competitive for the Oscar. But people talked or spoke about it, and I, did Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee may have been nominated. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. For a critical response, uh, here we go. Yeah, so it was here. We go. I didn't even realize this the 66 Academy Awards. This was nominated for Picture, Best Supporting Actor. Tommy Lee Jones won for this movie. Geez, I forgot that. Best Cinematography, Best Editing, James Newton Howard, Best Score. That is true. Best Sound, Best Sound Editing. How amazing is that? Oscar nominated, how did I forget that? 19, the, the 94 Oscars. So, AKA Patters, I'm bringing you something, a blaze from the past. And we're going to be doing more stuff like this. Just random drops, random films that fire my, my imagination. I love The Fugitive. I feel like watching it, watching it again. Can't get that out of my mouth right now. So, rock and roll. Let's do it.